Okay, we are in Sefer Zechariah, Perek Vav, Pasuk Aleph V'ashuv V'esor Enai. And if the visions we are going to learn in Perek Vav seem familiar, it is because they are. You will recall in Perek Bays. Zechariah told us of seeing four chronos, four horns, horns capable of goring. And we said then that the majority of the Mephorshim say the four horns symbolize the four great empires that have exiled or oppressed B'nai Yisrael, specifically Bavel, Paras and Madai, grouping them together. Then the third would be Yavon, Greece. The fourth would be Rome. And they vary as we're going to see whether who is in the group of four, but basically that's the core group of four. Some of them say Yishmael should be included. Some say Bavel should be omitted because it is already passed. But basically the Mephorshim concede that it's those four empires. Now we're going to see virtually the same metaphor. Let's pick it up in Pasuk Aleph. The Ashuv the Esa Enai, I lifted my eyes, the Erev Hine Arba Markovos. Now there are four chariots, Yotzeit Mi Ben Shnei Haharim, that are coming out from between two mountains, Vehaharim Hare Nechoshet. And the mountains are mountains of copper, very strong. So, uh, as Rashi says, by the Nechoshet is the Simon Shel Chosek Malchus. It's how strong those nations were, how tough uh, the iron-bound resolution of those empires were against Israel. Shehayu says Rashi, Kasheva Amitz. They were strong. Uh, and these four chariots represent, and this is Rashi, Bavel, Umadai, the Yavon, the Edom. So, question is, why repeat the same metaphor? They don't deny this is the same as the Kronos, this is chariots. And we can see that, yes, it is exactly the same, but the reason is we want to expand in more detail on these empires and what the Nevoah stands for. It's more detailed, it's more nuanced. Continues the Navi, and the Mephoshim say in each chariot there were four horsemen, uh, and in the first Merkava were red horses. The red symbolizes, according to most Mephoshim, Bavel. Uh, Bavel because their bloody regime, some say Bavel because their soldiers' uniforms were deep red. In the second chariot were black horses. 
black symbolizing paras because that what they did in the days of Ahasuerus with their edicts and Gezeros against Bnei Israel blackened their faces with fear. In the third chariot, it was white horses. This could be, some say, even Madai that let us go back to Bnei Yisrael, to Yerushalayim, uh, the whiteness, the purity. And the fourth are Merkava Ravi. This was the karma Susim Brudim Amutsim. Brudim Amutsim is um, spotted and gray. So Rome is considered the prototype because they reduce the temple to the ashes. Ashes are gray. So that would account for the four of them. So Zechariah asked, because of the similarity in visions, on the Omar el Hamalach Hadoverbi, and so I said to the Malach who was speaking to me, Ma'ele Adonai, what what are these? He doesn't mean literally what are these. What he's asking is what is as Ra, the Radak says, Kikvara Isi. I've already seen Hamaros Shehem Ramaz La Malchios, this vision that metaphorizes the four great empires. Imkain, says the Radak, Ma'ele, Le'eze, um, what Chiddush is there in this vision that were not in the last? And what we have said was it's just to flesh it out in greater detail. And that is what the Malach is going to do now in response to Zechariah's question. Vayan HaMalach, Vayomer Eli, Ela Arba Ruchot HaShamayim, these are the four winds of the world, Yotzot, going out from all the four corners of the world, They have assembled before the Kaddish Baruch Hu, and the Kaddish Baruch Hu has now dispatched them. He has dispatched them to various places around the world. The black horses will go north. The halvanim and the black horses will follow them to the north. That could be Bavel and Persia. The habrudim and the speckled uh, and spotted will go eretz hatemon will go southward again towards. Rome. Now, the Amutsim Yetzu Vivakshul Alechis, now the Amutsim representing Rome, are going to ask, they want more time. They need more time because they're going to have to travel over greater expanses of territory. By Yomer and Hashem says, Lechu, Hisalchu, Ba'aretz, Vitzalechna, Ba'aretz. Go. Go as you please. Traverse the length and breadth of the world. And of course, that seems to be a directive to Rome. 
that Rome is going to remain as it still does for a very long time as a metaphor for our exile. Um, uh, before that, Pasuches, excuse me, and the Kodesh Baruch who said to me, look at those going north, specifically Persia. They are doing my bidding. I am pleased by what they are doing in the north, Specifically, they are destroying the empire of Bavel. They are doing this at my bidding. I could not be more in the Hanochas Ruach that delighted at the outcome. Now, in a totally different vision, we had a premise that those Jews that did not go up to Bovell, were not to be included in the building, were not to accept their money. Other Mephoshim say wrong, that even when Koresh and Daryavesh told them to go back, he told the Jews staying in Bovell that they have an obligation, even though they are not going physically, is to support the effort financially. So, now, when they come, these four people, I am telling you, who are coming from Babylonia, they were not in the first wave, but now they are going to come, and he gives specific names. These three names, who are very prominent citizens, say the Mephorshim, and wealthy in Bovel, have now come to cast their lot in with their brethren in building the Bayashani. Ubasa Atabayom Hahu, when they come on that day, Ubasa Beshoshio ben Safanya, they will come to the home or as well with Tsefania, Asher Bomi Bovel. These people are coming to join you. And they are bearing gold and silver with them as a gift to Bayashani. The Lakakta Kesef Bizahov, the Asisa Ataros, you will take the gold and silver they have brought you. The Samta, you make crowns, you will make crowns of gold and silver. One, presumably the silver one, you will put a crown on the head of Yoshua ben Yosoyadok Kohen Godol. This creates immediate problems to the Mephorshim because the Kohen Godol didn't wear a crown. A crown was for the Malchus. Say the Mephorshim, this is a remez to the time that will come later in Bayashani, where the Hashmonaim take both the Kahuna and theoretically the leadership, the Malchus of Israel. Widely criticized, but a fact of history. And so that is referring that they will have both crowns. So 
you give the crown of silver to Yoshua ben Yosayadak. For much I love and instruct him as follows. There is a man coming. His name is metaphorically Tzemach, a branch, a sprout. And from him, Yitzmach Uvona es Heichal Hashem. From him will come the leadership, the building, the Bayashani. We are referring to the hitherto unknown Zubavel. Zubavel, as we've said, has got the real genuine lineage, a descendant of Machos based of it. He will be your leader. He will be the one building the Bayashani. Continues, He will build it, the Heichal of Hashem. He will carry its glory. He will reign on his throne. And the Kohen will be on his throne. And they will rule concurrently. One the political, one the spiritual. There will be the temporal head of B'nai Israel in Zubavel and the religious head in Yoshua ben Yosadok. This creates difficult problems, particularly the Barbanel. The Abarbanel said historically, Zubovel never assumed the Malchus there in the Bayacheni. In fact, said Zubovel, to the contrary, Zubovel was the governor, saw what the situation was, that theoretically they are really a vassal state under under Persia, there will be no Malchus for the present. Says the Abarbanel, he went back to Bavel and lived out his days there. So it presents a problem. In any way, says Zechariah these crowns, these four people, they vary the name of Chelem. Um, and these four people who are coming with this gold and silver, you will make the crowns, one theoretically for Zubavel, one theoretically for Yoshua ben Yosadak. And now... In this beautiful blossoming of these crowns, these crowns will be put in the base Hamikdash. People will come now from distant lands, or it could mean the rest of the stragglers from Bavel, seeing what a successful endeavor this is, will now come from Bavel. They will participate in the building of the Heichal Hashem, you will know that the Kaddish Baruch who sent me to you, and you will listen to the voice of the Kaddish Baruch Hu because the Kaddish Baruch Hu's Ruach is in the temple, contrary to some of the Mephoshim, the Shekhinah will reside in the temple and from there will be all the nations gathering, gathering together in serenity, in Malchus, in a renewed Beis Hamikdash, 
occupied by the Kaddish Baruch Hu, the nations of the world coming back to acknowledge the primacy of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And so the Navi will continue tomorrow with this beautiful vision of a restored Bayashani, 8.45 a.m. You will not want to miss this. Ad Khan.